0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Dave, and today we are talking to Sebastian Kaufman. Sebastian is the tech lead for CDK for Terraform at HashiCorp. Sebastian, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you, Dave, thanks for having me. You're welcome. So you, we know each other, you're, you're a developer tools hero. You've been in this CDK space. Let's talk a little bit about your journey to the cloud and your recent transition. Well, it's not recent anymore. uh, of Over a year at HashiCorp and Terraform and all of that. So give me a little of your background. What did your journey to the cloud look like? What are things like in Germany? Uh, Have you spent your whole career there? What's the local dev scene like? Super interested to hear.
1: Yeah, sure. So yeah, I'm based in in Hamburg. So pretty much up in the north of Germany and um Germany. well, so the local tech scene here is quite active. And um, so there's like a bunch of meetups here, um, particular around AWS, but like, yeah, also other things. And but, like my journey to the cloud actually started not too long ago. Um, so my prior background is primarily in the software engineering, like web application development, Ruby on Rails, stuff like this. So I used to be like a freelancer in that space for well, like over a decade. And while doing like one of those rails, performance optimization projects um, at a customer here in Hamburg, um, I sort of stumbled into like a cloud migration project. So they so were like still on-prem, um, had like a bunch of servers there, and um, had this like rough idea, maybe we could solve like a bunch of our problems if we were in like a cloud environment. And so I was really lucky to pretty much be be there at the right time. And um, they assembled a team based on, or like made out of like devs and like ops, like we were like six people in total, six people in total. And well, we're given like the time to prototype like how like a microservice application Platform might look like in LVS. and yeah, that's I don't know been, I think this was like in twenty eighteen. Yeah, so that's where it all started.
0: And so, Trent, when did you first discover CDK? So it was in probably in beta, and you came across as you were looking for some type of infrastructure as code deploying in your in your current exactly. Role? Okay. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So that's uh, that, uh, like, actually, around this time, like 2018 was like, um, we were looking for tooling for infrastructure tooling, how to, how to provision this, like how to, you know, set up this multi-account structure and, um, yeah, all the best practices. And we didn't go for AWS CDK, mostly for the reason that it was like still in beta. And we uh, yeah, didn't really, were not really sure where this was going. And, um, uh, and like reading through like, like a bunch of blog posts and they're talking to people like, like lots of people were on the telephone train and, um, well, that's, that's what we chose back then. And, um, but like a bunch of people from the team, me included, like coming from a software background, um, you we like pretty quickly getting into, well, limitations um, where we wish we had like a, like, a, you know, like some sort of programming language to template things, uh, you know, to add like a few more dynamic workflows here and there in the infrastructure lifecycle. And um, it, I mean, eventually we, we just scripted like a bunch of things around um, and you know like best scripts and Ruby scripts and stuff like this. But the, yeah, that was the first time I actually saw CDK and um, then actually I got to use it in the same project like a bit later. Um, where we, like, we were, like, it was like four and a half years later, um, where we had, like, you know, some ETL pipeline which we wanted to set up, and like, AWS CDK matured quite a bit. Um, and yeah, so we took the opportunity to actually use AWS CDK in production as well, And which was great. Um, like, quite a different experience to play in Terraform back then.
0: So even, even from the beginning, you were you were m- mixing up Terraform and CDK and trying to get both of these technologies to work within your, your pipelines. And no, no, In the
1: beginning, um, we we skipped we skipped AWS CDK since it was um, yeah it was not really sure uh, it was not really mature enough back then uh, and yeah we weren't sure where this was going and yeah so we went with Terraform exclusively that's the the beginning.
0: And we can get into kind of the the differences, but I want to ask, because I think this is around this time too, when did CDK Dev and CDK Weekly start too? Because you have a newsletter, and Mm. I know when I first started at AWS, I signed up for your newsletter. That's Uh, great, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was a nice kind of like what's going on in the community, roll up of things and, and, and happenings and I'll put a link in the show notes to it, but how did that yeah. all come about too?
1: Yeah, so the CDK Weekly, like the, the newsletter, um, got started in, I think, like early 2020. Um, so like pretty much around the time where I actually started to use AWS CDK in production as well. And just like as since I was going through that, these blog posts anyways and, you know, collecting like a, bunch of, like a bunch of context around AWS CDK, it was just easy to, you know, send out, out a newsletter. Uh, CDK Dev um, was a bit later. Um, it's actually got launched after the CDK for Terraform got launched. Um, so it's like a cooperation between like a few other AWS he- heroes like um, Matt, uh, Matthew Bonich, for example, or Matt, Matt Culture from the CDK. Day. So they were like all involved in or still involved in this. Um, and yeah, it's, it's it's grown into quite a community. I think it's like a f- plus, like 4,000 plus people or so um, hanging around in that Slack. And well, there are like channels for AWS CDK, mm, CDK, it's like the CDK for communities and uh, CDK for Terraform. And yeah, so it's a good place to get some context and help around CDK and its community.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I So let's unpack, CDK for Terraform and I think we'll start off with Terraform itself. What your you know who your team is, what you're doing now, the whole infrastructure as, as code space. We've done a couple episodes on CDK, but it'll probably be good to to do a little level set on that and you know how how stuff combines together so why don't you talk a little bit about uh hashicorp and, and terraform
1: yeah sure um yeah, so terraform is like one of the um, products of hashicorp and um it's like an infrastructure as code tool which is using hcl which is the hashicorp configuration language uh, which is like it's a name is telling already it's like used across different products in hashicorp itself but it's like tailored to each of the product. So it's like the same basics, like the same foundations, but like specific to each of the products basically. And um, it's like, when you look at it, it's like a bit similar to JSON um, and it allows like declarative, um, yeah, modeling of your cloud, cloud infrastructure. And are like a bunch of providers, it allows you to declaratively describe APIs basically and you know manage the state around this. And um, it's an open source project, uh, all the providers are open source and yeah, it's usually quite, quite straightforward to get started in with, yeah, it's pretty much zero dependencies. Um, and it's Terraform itself and, um, yeah, and my team or like CDK for Terraform is essentially like a layer on top of Terraform. Mm, and in contrast to using plain HTL as a configuration language, uh, we enable our users to use programming languages like imperative.
0: Oh, and why don't like, you? Um, because people may who have only used CDK may not have heard of HCL too. So why don't mm-hmm. you un- unpack that acronym as well?
1: HCL <laughs> oh, is like the HashiCorp configuration language, right? It's like okay. similar, similar, similar to, to JSON, like a bit, like it looks like a bit similar to JSON, right? Um, and, yeah, but since it's declarative, there's, like, limitations in what you can express in something like an HTL. And um, in particular, around loops, even even though there, there were some additions to HTL itself, uh, which allows, like, some basic iterations okay. um, in HTL itself. But there's still, like, a few limitations, which which I think in particular around... More dynamic workloads um, might be limiting users in what they what they can do, and um, I think like the like one of the prime use cases I see personally for CDK, right? Regardless of like CDK for Terraform, perhaps like a distinction to AWS you know, CDK and CDK, so it's, it's like all they share all the same foundations, which is JSI, um, um, which is like the transpiler for uh, the different languages, like you know, make to make this cross-language support work beyond TypeScript and JavaScript, like for Java, for Python, for C sharp, for Go, in preview still, I think um, that's like one of the core components. And then this is like constructs, which um, this AWS you know, CDK team calls like this cloud programming model, um, and these are like the binding elements between all these all these um, CDK products. But yeah, CDK for Communities is like tailored for the Communities community, um, like around Helm charts and uh, AWS CDK around CloudFormation itself. And CDK for Terraform, like for Terraform, then. And um, yeah, and I think like the the inception of the CDK for Terraform project is actually like a cooperation between HashiCorp and AWS. And I happened to publish a prototype. To the, at the right time on Twitter, uh, which was like right after CDK for Kubernetes got announced and I was going through that repo and thought, based on my experience, like with this cloud, pro, uh, with this cloud migration project, which I had just finished by then, uh, that it should be straightforward to transfer this concept to uh, to Terraform as well. And that's what I did in like two days or so, wrote a blog post, published it and, which opened like a bunch of doors uh, in AWS and at HashiCorp. And um, yeah, that's pretty much why I'm here.
0: I love it. Yeah. And you've always been in a passion and in the space. You were always kind of creating that bridge. Uh, obviously, if I'm using uh, CDK for Terraform, or maybe I'll just say CDKTF, which is mm-hmm. the shortened acronym too. Yeah. I have some understanding of Terraform and maybe... I'm, you know, I've seen some things happening in the community with CDK. How do I get set up? Is it very similar to what I would get with the CDK CLI? Is it a node package? Then I'm going to go ahead and, and start yeah, getting exactly. everything set up, my dev environment. Exactly. It's a node package.
1: So in order to run it, you need a node environment locally. Um, you can install it via npm or via homebrew. Um, and then it's like a similar protocol to the CDK. So it's like an the command with like, language specific templates to get you started like for TypeScript, Python and so on and so forth. Mm, yeah. And then like one of the differences um, in contrast to AWS CDK is since we target not only AWS, but like pretty much the entire provider ecosystem of HashiCorp and HashiCorp Teleform, um, you have to choose which provider you want to use. And we have like pre-built providers, uh, like there's like some process how these providers, like the provider, like the type bindings for each provider are generated. You can do this like yourself, um, but we have also like for the public and for the um, for the popular providers, like we have pre-built packages in in all the languages which we are supporting. And um, yeah, this gets you started usually pretty quickly and. Um, and you can start defining your cloud resources.
0: So if I'm let's say I'm gonna I'm gonna pull down the the AWS provider. So it's it's mm-hmm. when is it like a CDK init, um, where I'm gonna drop in a command line, I've got everything set up through node, and then mm-hmm. I kind of pick my language. Is it the same type of language support? So yeah. I would Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it's TypeScript, Python, C sharp, Java everything. Exactly. C sharp, Java, and Go as a preview. Okay. Um, and so then I run kind of a CDK init. I get my files. I can open up in VS Code or whatever exactly. my yeah. my favorite ID is, same way I'm doing CDK. And then it, do I have access to all of the constructs that I would in CDK? So regardless of whether I'm hitting AWS or not, it's going to map everything for my code? Or is there some like intricacies there, some kind of gotchas that developers need to know?
1: Yeah, there there are some gotchas around this. Um, So by default, we only support real like Terraform configuration. Um, So like from the AWS provider, all the resources which are defined in that provider um, would be usable off the shelf, basically. uh, we we saw and we still see the demand of leveraging like the constructs from the AWS CDK ecosystem. Since I think that's like what what people get excited. Like one part of this is really the this intent driven API um, for the different resources in the AWS CDK, like this you know grant read, grant write stuff like this. Um, you know, like connecting, wiring up the, the resources together, and we did a prototype um, like a preview version of an AWS CDK bridge um, later in the last year, uh, which is based on the cloud control API which AWS published uh, like about a few months ago. Right, so which this allows us to take the synthesized output of like in CDK, AWS CDK construct and stuff it into a Terraform resource, like the Terraform Cloud Control resource and actually use this. And then you can even reference across Terraform resources and um, you know, the CDK resources. And it's, you are know, just um, talking to a user who is like venturing down that path. And um, it's, yeah, I think, I mean, there's still like, a, it's been bump, it's a bit bumpy still, but um, yeah, I think it's, yeah,
0: it's gonna, gonna work. And that's probably something we should mention too. Technically, and I'll put a link to the CDK for Terraform project on Git, but technically I think you're still in beta. Is that correct? Yes, technically
1: we're still in beta. Um, And so we are approaching, like like our immediate goal is to approach to some sort of GA release, um, not too far out in the future. Um, So Yeah, you'll see, but like probably spring, summer, something something like this. And um, yeah, so that's what we are working on right now. And um, yeah, and that's like GA in that sense doesn't mean 1.0, but it's really getting rid of the beta label, starting to ramp up commercial support and stuff like this.
0: Yeah. And at the time of recording, I mean, we're late March. You don't have to give any kind of GA release date or anything like that, but you're marching towards that goal. I want to go back to, let's say I do a CDK init. I pick my cloud provider. I have to be careful of some of the constructs not being supported that you talked about. It's happening through that provider. My assumption is that provider is both AWS folks working on it, as well as your team to, to keep that support updated. I'm editing in VS Code. And then do I do just like CDK, where I would do a CDK uh, TF synth, and then instead of putting out CloudFormation, it's going to generate some HCL JSON output for me? Exactly. Is that correct?
1: It's going to generate JSON output, HCL-compatible JSON output, and that's what Terraform can use and and understands, and it's like the
0: machine-readable format of HCL, essentially. Love it. I love how similar it is, too, from a a command line. Um, So, what, like, how do you do unit testing with all, like, is there some known issues here? Because you've worked both in pure CDK and CloudFormation, and how has developer unit testing and and projects, and how has that kind of translated into the the Terraform world? Hmm.
1: Um, Yeah, that's a good question. It's like, um, I think, like, Conceptually, it's like pretty pretty similar to what the AWS CDK folks are doing for, for unit testing. And at the moment, well, what, what this really means by default is testing against the generated output, uh, like the synthesized output. Um, like, you know, are the attributes correct? Is the format correct? Do I find that resource in my stack, stuff like this? So it's not really functional tests in that sense, um, but I'm pretty sure one could integrate this somehow. Um, like, yeah, I don't know, uh, like with, depending on what you're doing, uh, obviously. Um, but yeah, so that's, um, that's one part. And uh, the other part, I think, which is also quite interesting, or it's gonna be interesting, is like integration testing itself, like testing your application yeah. end-to-end, um, like by actually deploying this to, to your cloud provider, or like to AWS in that in that case. Um, and I know that the AWS CDK folks uh, are, we're working on this, or at least put up an RFC around this topic. Um, and and again, I think that's, it's going to be similar somehow. Um, but yeah, testing certainly, I think one of the topics which is not talked about enough in the context of cloud development, um, since it's like, even though you have unit testing, it's still like really, well, there are like a few missing concepts, I think. Um, to to make this really user-friendly.
0: Got it, and how have, do you have, is there anything you can share like around case studies or customers who've actually implemented this and and how they've kind of done their rollouts?
1: Yeah, so we have like two two case studies on the HashiCorp blog and um, like one is from the Mozilla folks like who, Pocket. Um, and they do have like an, a pretty extensive open source CDK for Terraform code base where they drive their container infrastructure. Um, I think it's ECS, if I'm not totally wrong. Um, um, and well, they do, I think they even do some testing there and so like some actually advanced uh, use cases, which is quite, quite interesting. And the other one is from ShopStyle, which is like one of the early developers of CDK. for I think they started to use it pretty much right after the announcement. And um, and they do, they're like a pretty heavy Terraform user and they migrated like a few stacks already. And um, yeah, so they're also quite, quite happy. And yeah, so it's certainly interesting to, to look at that.
0: I'll, I'll add that to the show notes too. And yeah. I know... Um, you have some good documentation. It'll actually walk through the code uh, for deploying an EC2 instance. I think there's a Lambda function in there too. So, what's next? Where where? What's your team uh, focus on? Is your team growing? Uh, anything that you can share? Uh, future looking things that you, you that's not working right now that you want to change? Anything like that?
1: Um yeah yeah of course so um as i mentioned already like we are progressing towards like some sort of production readiness ga release uh, which is like what what we're doing right now um and i think beyond that it's really about um like it, finding the common elements um which which you know make our user base, more productive, uh, makes them go faster to to, to results, stuff like this. And, and I think there's like some, I hope at least there's like some overlap with what the end of CDK folks is doing. Um, so I would also see like this AWS CDK bridge. I would hope that this is improving. So like there are like a few things missing around assets, for example. You know, can like you use assets from the end of a CDK stack in CDK for Terraform, this is not really working at the moment. Um, but yeah, so there's like lots of uh, lots of yeah this testing story, integration testing, uh, and then this thinking about like which mode you're operating in. Are you like developing, iterating frequently, or are you deploying to production? Uh, and I think these are two modes of operation which which you want to model somehow. Um, yeah, and yeah, lots lots to explore and. Yes, we are growing, um, so we, we hope to grow at least. And um, yeah, since yeah, we need more decks, uh, more hands on deck, to to get all this all of this stuff done.
0: Great, I uh, I'm excited. I've seen uh, you know I've used it a little bit before. Thank you for so much for coming on the show. Uh, I think people will check it out, and it just extends. More of the ability as a developer to sit in the IDA I choose and the language I like and be able to deploy my infrastructure across everything. Is there, where can folks find you online? Well, um, primarily on Twitter. So, so
1: uh, that's pretty much where well, you can find me. And of course, the cdk.dev slack. So that's also where I'm hanging out. Um, and yeah, I'm so always, always happy if people reach out. Uh, random questions or like specific questions, uh, always happy to talk. So, yeah, please get in touch.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Sebastian. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was really great.